The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's a new month. It's another first Friday. You know what that means. Another Bandcamp Friday roundtable. Trev Allen, Jeff Bousquet, and Michael Gretton join me, and we all talk about music we found on Bandcamp for Bandcamp Friday. So hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, I'll be back pretty soon here. Got some things on the horizon, some exciting things to talk to you guys about, so I'm excited to relaunch that one time at Bandcamp. Yes, I know it's been a long time since you've heard me talk to you. So sit back, relax, and I'll see you guys next time. Yeah, I, uh, I met them afterwards, and uh, so so their name is like La- Lons, I think, or Lins Lons. Um, I believe she hers the pronouns um, trans, and uh, uh, they were uh, super awesome. And then the other one of the other guys from the band like was talking to me for a little while. While I was waiting. I have not waited in a merch line that long at like Alkaline Trio for Christ's sakes. There was wow. like a merch line like like stretching around halfway around faces um Yo, they, they awesome. brought a huge crowd yeah they brought a huge crowd obviously very uh a lot of fans who are like trans queer community there um which was really cool mm, to awesome. see and i think they were um they were like the, they made up the majority of the audience um and then like the other bands were there Al was there because depressors played so i had like, a couple of homies there and like people i knew and um talked to ryan for a little bit uh and it was a good show it was it was super fun they um they broke a string she broke a string like a couple times uh in the middle of the set like on her acoustic which was i felt really bad because they didn't have another one nobody had another one like the other bands that played were were full band so like no one else had an acoustic there so she had to like change the string on stage Mm. uh like and everybody had to kind of like tell jokes and like pull an audible to get it was like a little awkward but um but they uh they played a really good show it was fun that's awesome nice. uh, that's yeah. I, I went so i went to faces the next night i wanted to go up friday too but it, yeah when my brother played but i couldn't i yeah, had to work yeah well so that that trip to malden from out here is fucking killer for me so it's like i had to yeah. like i had to, i was because like there's you know uh in in august there's like three killer shows three days in a row and I can't, I'm going to, I have to pick one. You know what I mean? Like, it's just too far of a drive for me. It's a awesome venue though. The, um, well, you have the dog, but, um, I was going to say, ever, since I've been living out here, like every once in a while, I'll, I'll grab a, like a room at the La Quinta in, in, in Somerville, like right, <laughs> yeah, right near yeah. the Shafts building. It's like a little bit cheap. It's not, I mean, it's still Boston hotel, but it's like a crappy hotel for like re- reasonably cheap. So if you need to stay up there, probably even cheaper hotels in Malden. Somewhere, oh, absolutely. But... <laughs> uh, Motel sixes and red roofs both take dogs too. So you bring her. Yeah. You could bring the dog with you to a, yeah. to a lot of hotels, but. She's a little too feral. I got me. to that point in my life where I was like, fuck it. I'm an adult. 
and stay in a hotel room if I want. I was like, I'm going to go <laughs> enjoy a show and I'm not driving an hour, but an hour, exactly. 10 minutes back home. And I want to drink. And so that's kind of the plan right now. Like I, if I could find someone to take my dog for that weekend, um, cause it's, it's, it's just ra- stay in the city all weekend. Yeah. yeah it's radio, it's radio compass mm-hmm. and Diablo Gato. And then it's the off with their head show. And then it's um uh, a, a band that Chris brought to the round table that Lee Baines in the fire. What is it? Lee Baines. I forgot the, the name, but they're, they're yeah, the ones from Alabama. Yeah. Lee Baines. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard of. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then they play Sunday and I, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like I could just. That's awesome. It would be awesome. I just, you know, but what are the, what are those dates? It's August, uh, August 12th is radio compass. Then off of their heads is the 13th. Of August. Well, dude, you could probably crash. I'm going to be in the apartment by then. So, like, if you need a place to crash, you could probably crash. Oh, I don't want to put you out, Jeff. No, it's cool. I'm going to have a guest room. Oh, really? Might not be. There might everything might still be in probably still be in boxes, but (laughs) but you can crash there if you need to. Um, The only problem is that I have my dog, so probably. Yeah, Yeah, you probably have to. You probably have to have somebody watch watch your dog just because, like, I don't know how how he would do with another dog yeah yeah no worries no worries. Uh, well, uh, well we could talk but... about that offline right <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah that's a cool venue though really cool venue i got talking i, I got to talking with some of the people it's like family owned and run so i, I talked to a few of them about, faces yeah yeah it's cool it's not the sound system is all screwy it's not set up in a in a normal way at all yeah. they've got like monitors on the floor that they flipped forward to use as like front fills but they're way too high they're like shooting at the ceiling it's like it's just a weird sound setup but i don't feel comfortable like i didn't want to sit like you know it's not my place to like whatever but (laughs) um but i love the space and i'm really happy that ryan's doing shows there it's just really cool that there's a small space doing shows right now so yeah for sure i um the evening with uh like thing we're we're trying to do we're we're sending them an email because i talked to somebody about it they're like that sounds like something they might be interested with and so send an email and we'll see if you guys can figure something out so evenings with like so like acoustic shows or something yeah so it's like it's like um inside the actor's studio meets unplugged well dude we've we've like the rockwell is doing stuff like that now too we're doing like these after hours shows um, so if you wanted to do it at the Rockwell, I'm sure that Laura would be down to like host, yeah, host yeah. something like that there. If you're looking for, if you're that, looking for a spot, that'd too. be cool. That'd be cool. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. We're a good, we're a good place. It, are you going to film it too? Was that the plan? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it, it lends itself well to that. We've done a lot of live recorded shows there and stuff. That's awesome. um, yeah. So, all right. Well, that's another thing we could talk. About. I don't know if faces room fee might be cheaper, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, I don't know. We'll figure I'll figure it out and we'll talk and cool. Well, let's get into this week's picks. Hey, hey, yeah. You get a lot to cut off there at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, we are one short on this Bandcamp Friday roundtable discussion. Michael is in a, a yurt in a yurt somewhere. Um, having a time it looks like a cool little thing i think i could do that it looks like there would be no snakes in there so it'd be something i could probably do why are you laughing why do you laugh when i snakes because dude because i feel like for you it's like if there's dirt and trees there's gonna be snakes yeah there is that's how how (laughs) it's not always that way that's how it goes man if there's fucking anything with wooded like shit there's snakes I go. I can't. I can't even go in part of my backyard. Like environment. Yeah, I can't even go in half of my backyard because I saw a snake over there. Like, 
Like this That's is a funny. real fear. This is. I mean, it's not funny that you have the yeah, fears. Yeah. <laughs> it's real funny that I'm terrified of snakes to the point where, like, if I ever saw one in my house, I would never come back. Trev, when I lived in when I lived in Quincy, which is the city, I, there was a snake under my porch. Yeah, I flipped over a concrete, like a, an old like piece of concrete rub, rubble type stuff that was left over underneath the porch. And there was a snake under it yep. in the middle of the city. Yep. <laughs> in the middle of Quincy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's what they look when they get lost and they're in the city. They look for stuff like that. Rocks. But they're like little, they're little city snakes. They won't bother you. No, it's yeah. A little, yeah. A little snake. They're wood, afraid of you. Woodland snakes <laughs> fucking like eat your dogs and shit, man. They don't do that either, but uh, they, <laughs> they typically just don't. slither away. They're definitely terrified of you. You're a giant yeah. human and they're a little yeah. snake. Uh, they would take off, dude. Trust me. They're more afraid of you. No, uh, look, I, it I did freak me out though. I understand, and I appreciate the confidence you guys have in me. I am absolutely <laughs> terrified. Anyway, Michael's Michael's glamping in a year in a yurt, and uh, we're here remotely inside with no snakes, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna get into August picks this month. Uh, oh, we changed things, right? We should probably tell everybody what we're doing now. So we've changed the format just a tad. Uh, moving forward, we will have one local, like like everyone will have a local pick, and then the X factor is now like that second criteria that that revol- uh, revolves every month. Yeah, and when we say local, we're talking about like not just our city, but our general vicinity. Yeah, region. because after a while, you go through your entire you know city's local players, and you're like, is there anybody new coming out yet? Come on, give me something. We all know too many people. We all know too many bands. We 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 can we exhaust through them too quickly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's why I say, Jeff, we have an advantage being New England. Like we have all of New England to 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 choose yeah, from. Yeah, we have so, like f- yeah. five state five states to choose from. I'm gonna start jumping over the border and calling Niagara Falls, Canada, part of our part of local for me. Yeah, that's even right. Toronto. I'll call Toronto fair. Toronto I think, local. I, I think that's fair. It's right there. All right, that'll work. Yeah. You know, just just sweet. I'll bring some Canadian friends along now. All right, there you go. So, sweet. Um, yeah. So this this month, Chris threw out a another suggestion. Um, at least it wasn't just a color this time. <laughs> That's why I was like, I'm not gonna pick this time because last time I picked, everybody's like, the color sucked, dude. Well, <laughs> I thought that was a fun one. Yeah. Well, then Trev was like, the color sucked, dude. I didn't say that. I I'm had a, I had a great pick. No, I'm just teasing, man. Yeah. Keep teasing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um yeah, so y- you threw out uh, what'd you say? Like I wanted to go international. I was like, let's get something from a different country. And what inspired that was when we had Aria on and he picked that Tunisian band and it, that just blew me away and I was just like, what in the world? So I was like, let's do that. Let's go into another country and see if we can't find something that, you know, we wouldn't expect to come from there or maybe something that we're into a specific sound we're into that we find in another country. Um, so that was the deal. And I said, let's go South America. Let's do Brazil. Cause Brazil's got all kinds of influence in their music. And I thought, let's give it a shot. Yeah. Cool. I I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of happy you did. Um, I kind of dug everyone's picks from Brazil. Yeah. I think there's a lot of amazing artists from Brazil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah, the the one drawback was like I couldn't find Michael's band for a while because I, one I I can't I I I can't read or speak Portuguese so I couldn't figure out like <laughs> like because I there was different names you know what I mean like there was the na- the name that name was like you don't know which one was the song or yeah, which one was the artist yeah, yeah. And I ended up on um 
on a compilation list with one and, and then that's when jeff you had told me that it was actually there you know what i mean like the whole album is there so but um, yeah, it didn't it looked weird on Bandcamp. so i i've sympathize with that i couldn't i when it came up for whatever reason the the buying options popped up underneath and then you had to scroll down to find all the tracks which Uh, i feel like isn't the way that it always is formatted but i don't know strange all right well um you guys want to save mike's picks for last is that what we did let's is that what we did when chris gave us our picks and then bailed on us that time Nobody bailed. Everyone has just been <laughs> everyone has just been tragically absent at certain points. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm aggressive today. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, he's worked it's up Trev's, over the snakes, man. It's no. Trev's turn. It's Trev's turn to hold us all hostage with the spatula. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's hold. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's do, do Mike's last. Picks last. Yeah. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll do mine now. I'll go first. I'll get mine out of the way here. Um, the last. I want to. I was going to tell you guys uh, my reason for wanting to call an audible off air because I see because when you pick when you, when we want to talk about artists and their music and stuff I don't want to like I don't want to say anything too negative about you know what we're picking um, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for I'm gonna forego that I'm gonna discuss the, my two picks anyway so the first one is the local uh, band they're called the Barksdales and the album is called Bangers. Um, for me, I had never heard of these guys and, and I've been getting pretty much, uh, you know, accustomed to who's, who's playing in our area now. Um, and I, I see why it doesn't look like they've done anything since last year. So I'm hoping it's just a hiatus and they come back. Cause I actually dug this a lot. Uh, for me, this is straight up high energy punk rock and roll. Um, there was strong vocals in this. It was hard. It's fast. And I've said this before on the show. There's a lot of times I like to have specific kind of music when i'm driving especially long distances if i'm driving an hour or two away i like specific kind of music and this album for me fits that i would put this on and let it play from beginning to end during the drive um not just on a mix you know what i mean so for me i loved this it's it's just had that kind of hard hard fast raw energy that you know in this type of music i'm looking for i um I like this. This is the kind of punk rock I I have always like gravitated to, you know. So you got like that working class slash street punk thing going on here. Reminded me um a little bit of the Ducky Boys, which is like which was which was and is my probably my favorite punk band of all time. Um, yeah, uh, I I mean I couldn't ask for a better pick <laughs> for 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 something that I like. You know what I mean? It's just nice. it's it's like I said, I've, um, it's this good old fashioned street punk. Yeah, I agree. I, I I liked it a lot for the same reasons uh, we talked about the digs on the last episode. You know, it's got that real like punk and roll kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like fast punk rock stuff, but then it's got like these great like guitar licks and guitar solos and stuff in there. Um, and it's just super fun to listen to. Um, I uh, I like that at, there's like these big like anthemic hooks um some of like the choruses and stuff like that and like i thought that some of the vocal lines reminded me a little bit of rancid there was like a little bit like rancid i don't know if it's just because he's he gets like mm-hmm. his vocals get like raspy like when he kind of screams and stuff but kind of reminded me of some like rancid type vocals in there um and it's recorded beautifully too the mix is really great it sounds it's an excellently yeah. produced album so yeah this was super fun definitely like a very straightforward enjoyable punk band sweet michael what'd you think Okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, 
Okay, so for Brazil, I, I picked a band out of the city, Sao Paulo, Brazil. It was a band called Scorsese, and the album is Behind Sad Pictures. So I picked it. So I'm, I'm going to be straight out about this one. Uh, when I was listening to this, because um, I'd already had Burksdale's picked, you know what I mean? And I was falling behind and trying to trying to get the picks to you guys. And Trev reminded me yesterday that I still hadn't sent it. And I was like, oh, shit. Let me get on and start going through some bands and music. And I found a lot of good stuff, a lot of stuff that was, you know, kind of questionable. And then I came across this, but I was in the middle of doing something as I was listening. So I had it on in the background and I could, I could listen to the music. And I was, I was like, all right, I dig this. You know what I mean? So I was like, yep, this'll be my pick. That's uh, I'm saying all that because today, this morning, I was going through everybody's music again, as I usually do before we record, just listening to stuff and really listening to just see how I feel, you know, and what I think of it. So for this band, I think what drew me in immediately is that kind of pop punk kind of energy at the beginning of this. This first opening song has a um, almost like an alternative punk song uh, uh, or feel to it. Um, female vocals, you can hear, you know, she's got great vocals. I, I love, I love the sound of it, the, the timber, if you will, there's, the, there's something about it that I do like. I really like a lot about her, her voice. Um, and it, and it had good energy. And then the next few songs you could hear, there's more of like an alternative sound to them, like almost nineties alternative, which again was really cool. I, I love it. And I can see why I was really digging it as it was listening to it in the background. I think for me though, the only thing I could say I don't want to say negative, but the, the drawback for me in this is maybe because English is their second language. Um, a lot of the lyrics, the actual lyrics and the lyric writing of some of the songs felt very kind of generic, if that makes sense. It comes across like they're, they're just putting phrases together. And, and, and that's the thing. I don't want to really speak bad about it because the music's great and, and the singing's great. And the, even the lyrical parts of the lyrical content is great. But sometimes for me, there were parts where I was just like, oh, this is a little rough. <laughs> Maybe I should have listened a little closer before I decided to settle on it. But overall, you know, it's, it's good. I thought it was a, it was an, a good um, and, and a, another well-produced album. Yeah, but that was I, that was right. I almost wanted to call the audible. I was like, ah, oh, let me see if I can't find something else real quick. I did find something, but I mean, this is still for me was good. Maybe it could still fit into whatever category we go to for next next month. Oh, yeah. But um, but no, I I I totally agree. I heard like the hearing the first song, I was like, oh, this almost reminds me like a little bit of a mellower bad cop, bad cop. Like um, just some of like the vocal hooks and the way that she sings and stuff like that. And then yeah, and then it gets it dives down a little bit gets like a little grittier and more like alt rocky um mm -hmm. through it and and uh i thought that was actually kind of cool i i like always you know have a big soft spot spot in my heart for 90s alt rock stuff because that's like i was a 90s kid and that's what i grew up hearing all the time so um it kind of was almost it reminded me of like almost like even a little bit like pixies mixed with like i don't know like Garbage. pixies mixed with with yeah kind of oh, yeah. some yeah, of it yeah for that. sure yeah. like there was like just like that vibe going on there for sure um i didn't listen too closely to the lyrics and i think um i'll have to go back and like listen again because um like i said i didn't take as deep a dive into everybody's i wasn't able to take as deep a dive into everybody's this week um uh as as i normally am but i think uh I feel bad because I think hands down the number one reason why bands 
do their their songs in English, even if English is not their first language or the, they don't come from a country where English is like the primary language. They do their songs in English to try to get a wider audience, I mm-hmm. think, always. Um, but I think that's a bummer because stuff gets lost, can get lost in translation. Yeah. So that may have been something that was going on there. I, I want to, I want to bring something up about that when we get to, uh, one of the other picks, but, uh, but like, I think, I think it's cool to like hear a band from another country doing similar stuff that you hear bands from our country doing. And like, yeah. it, it's, it reminds you that like the music kind of transcends the language a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, real quick cool. to speak to to speak to what you said there about the 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 language part. It feels it almost feels uh, it's it's not that way. Like English bands will sing in English, right? And we're not trying to p- pick up other other countries by, by singing in their language. However, they'll get fans who have no clue what they're saying in English that will learn and sing those songs anyway. You know what I mean? And it's rare that you'll see Americans or people who speak English do that, where they find a band that's completely a foreign language, learn it and not know what they're singing, but just being into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. English definitely dominates the global like spectrum of like people, people, when they get into music, which is kind of a bummer (laughs) in in a lot of ways, but all right. So, I started this album and I got this text from Chris that said, Hey, do you think I can call it audible? (laughs) And I was like, probably not. But then he went ahead and did it anyway. (laughs) Oh, I thought you said probably. I didn't see the, no, I said, probably not. Jeff usually works Friday nights and he won't be up in time to check out another album. <laughs> didn't didn't work last night, but definitely was not awakened. It definitely was not awakened time so, to check out another album. It's all so. good though because I am glad we did yeah, talk no, about it. No, it's a good no, band, no, and people no, should check them out I'm, for sure. It's just leading up to what I have to say. So <laughs> I'm listening to it. I'm like, this isn't bad. I don't, I don't know. And then you're like, I'll explain. I'll explain. I'm like, fuck, something happened. Like these people did something <laughs> terrible, and he just found out about it or something. So I was like, no, all right, well, no. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna you know just delete this so i deleted all my notes for it and then jeff's like well i like that 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 album i'm like i did too and then he's like all right we'll go with it i'm like fuck yeah well yeah just say why you like that's why you gotta just go old school i know write your notes down and i have plenty plenty enough notebooks to do that usually i'm in my car makes me feel like i'm in college again yeah right (laughs) usually i'm in my car and i'm like i'm I'm like type even though you're not supposed to text and drive i'm like texting (laughs) them into my phone like my thoughts on the notes yeah I got a long drive to work, you know? So anyway, so yeah, so it definitely gave me, um, uh, yeah, alternative rock vibes. Um, garbage was a big influence. I felt like, uh, I could hear it in, in, you know, in just like how she sings and, uh, I dug it, but I don't have any notes for it anymore because I deleted them. Um, sorry. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, like I, I am a big person when it comes to lyrics. Like I'm, I'm huge into lyrical content and just seeing how the song, like what's the point to the song and what's being said. And there was just a few songs in there where it felt like it was just patched together, like phrases. Do you know what I mean? That kind yeah. of fit a feel. And I, and I, and that's the thing. If you take those phrases and put them together, you get what the feel is. So that's what makes me think: Did she write this? In, in Spanish or Portuguese first and then kind of translate it over to English and sing it that way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. But yeah, it's again, it's still good. The music was, was great. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, all right. Oh. Um, you want, Jeff, you want to go now? Jeff, you going to go? Oh, I'll go. Uh, I can. I'll go. <laughs> all right. You go. All right. I'll go. All right. So my, lo- my local pick is at a New London, Connecticut. 
Uh, it took me by surprise because I didn't think New London, Connecticut would have any kind of folky rock punk vibes. But um, Bears Don't Care, it's their self-titled album, came out, I think it said 2016. It doesn't seem like they put out anything since then, but they, they're they active on like social media. They'll do like little okay. live thing. Like they'll just like, hey, I'm working on this, and, and he'll start playing the tune and, you know. Um I was into it. It, it. It's like I don't know. It was. It was. It's just like slow folk rock, collective kind of kind of music. And um, you know, it, it 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 was sweet. I feel like, and it was like, it it gave me that like, I don't know, like in a movie where like there's a scene where like there's a climactic scene where something like big is happening as far as not not like in the action film but like like you know like like when a when uh they the guy realizes he really loves the girl or you know what i'm saying or or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever like that kind of a like that kind of a happiness like uh hope it, that's that maybe that's the word i'm looking for it kind of gave you like this hopeful vibe um and i and i was i was into it i was into it and uh again i i hope i can uh find more from them eventually um, I might even just reach out to him and be like, Hey, are you guys still playing or what? You know? Nice. So, um, for me, I wrote down obviously folk and Americana, but then I put, because when you start listening to more of the songs, sometimes it feels older than when you, when, what we reference as Americana, like when I mean older, it's probably the stuff you'd hear on the ships coming from England or Ireland during that time b- before they actually settled and started to spread their roots music here. Um, it, it, you know, the banjo and fiddle always, you have me, you know, anytime the banjo's in, I'm like, yes. And then fiddle even better. Um, the guitar, all of it, it it gave me this kind of down home feel. Um, my only complaint is the, the recording quality. So like you can hear the music, but it's almost like they use the zoom mic in a room because the vocals are hard to hear on certain songs. Like I, I was really straining to hear what was, was being sung. It's, it's definitely had like a demo vibe to it. Yeah. Sure. It felt yeah. like you were in the room basically, but overall, yeah. like I enjoyed being in that room. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I love the melodies. I love the the harmonizations. Um, just wish I could have heard some of the lyrics, but overall I, that, I like this band a lot. I feel like that's almost like an effect too. Like it, it makes it feel like that you're, you're kind of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very DIY for sure. Yeah. I couldn't tell. I yeah. I so hands down, same, Chris. I I that was my my biggest caveat with it was I was like, I wish this was recorded better. Um, I don't know if they were almost going for that on purpose, like to have it be this sort of scratchy, old sounding, you know, recording. They may have been, but I think there's ways to do that where you can still have the clarity, um, and and still give it that vibe, like doing doing an air like an area mic with everybody around it and doing like uh having performing it live that way can be it's really hard it's really tricky to like mm-hmm. do a recording that way that sounds like really good you know um and so i don't know if they were trying to do that type of thing where they were like hey let's all just like gather around the mic and like play like we're you know that real sort of diy floor floor folk band kind of thing and mm-hmm. i i i think that's cool but i i definitely dug the music for sure um Again, don't know if they intended this or not, but I actually feel like the banjo drove most of the songs even more than the guitar. I was hearing yeah. banjo a lot more than guitar, and I don't know if they intended that to come out that way on the recording or not, but I actually didn't mind it. I thought I thought that was actually kind of a cool 
thing because I feel like even with those folky bands, like still the guitar is kind of that like centered, the forefront, you know, yeah. the, the forefront rhythm. driving yeah. instrument. But this was like very much all banjo. Um, I could hear a lot of banjo, so I thought that was kind of cool. And I noticed um, that they, yeah, that they had put that out in 2016. So I was kind of bummed that it didn't look like there was anything else by them. So glad that maybe it sounds like they're not totally gone yeah uh, yeah yeah that's that's maybe there's hope yet right cool. so yeah. ma- maybe they just needed something like this to to put to put it up there yeah yeah we get we should really so i said this to pigeon pit i was like we we never tag we really should like try to tag everybody when we post an episode because yeah, i don't yeah. know if you i don't know if you do trev but i haven't when i've shared it and like i tag us but i don't like tag all the bands but yeah. like i I mean, I guess unless we give a band a bad, re- like a kind of a crappy review, <laughs> we should like tag everybody. I don't, that's, yeah, yeah. We, for I them, don't think know? any of us have ever given no. like, a crappy review, though. Like, no, I don't no. think so. It's we always, always find something good to say about every well, record that, that we yeah. bring. Yeah, to the that, table. but that like the, the 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 criticism we give, right? So it's like, I mean, the worst would be like where Chris or I have both have said before, like. I just don't get it. Like I understand, yeah. I understand what it is. I, you know, so we don't. Yeah, yeah. I want to say we did tag Pigeon Pit because we used to. We used to put all the bands. Yeah, in social. I media tried to we do first that started once it, yeah. or twice, but it was just like I. It's overwhelming. It was always like a lot of work to do it, and I didn't have time because <laughs> we got to pick. There's when we're doing three each. That's yeah. 12 to this tag. is a lot easier now. But I, I told Pigeon Pit <laughs> when I uh, when I met them, I was like, I'll I'll send it to you guys again because I was like, I don't know if you guys ever got properly tagged on it, but we like reviewed the record and everything. Yeah, so. yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, no, I thought these guys were great, and um. Hopefully we hear more from them. So maybe yeah. we should tag them and maybe that'll make <laughs> Maybe we can bring them in around for a struggle dome performance. Also a quick sidebar. Reunion. A quick sidebar, just just kind of playing off of like about about tagging people and you know, all this. I had I had a chance to talk to Tyler Seaton recently. Um his episode drops it'll be out before this this episode drops. Um, and, uh, he, he said like, we reignited something in him by us talking about his stuff. Hey, that's cool. You know? So maybe that's, like, yeah. yeah. So like, and then I, I think it was you, Jeff, that, that, that called it like the emo folk or whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I haven't listened to him in a while, Yeah, but I remember, so yeah, he, he said, I remember he his said stuff. He, yeah. He's going to like play off of that. He's like, I love that. Yeah. He's like, I love that, that genre. <laughs> he said, you yeah, know, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, kudos to, to, to all of us. Cause like I said, that was a pretty cool, like talking with him. And he, when he said that, like, I was like, Oh man, really? You know? Yeah. Cool. yeah so, um, but yeah, so maybe we do need to start tagging bands more so they can hear, you know, cause like I said, I don't think we ever say anything bad. And if, if, if anything, we'll say something funny, you know, like, like, yeah. you know, like I'm going to talk about a band in a little while. Anyway, my, uh, my, my X factor from Brazil is big bull in his selfish band. I, I straight up picked this because of the cover. I loved I loved the artwork, yeah. and I said, "Let's see what this is all about." This is grassy punk, um, with like country western mixed in. I loved his gravelly voice. Um, I don't know. I just dug it. Like this was something I could just like. I feel like this is something you can put on at like a cookout or something, and like everyone <laughs> would just be like kind of bobbing their head to it, you know? Yeah. 
dude, I, I, I loved this. I, I ended up buying it. I, I purchased it myself. Acoustic. So these are these are the tags he, that's under the band: acoustic, folk, country, bluegrass, punk, and roll. And then they have dark grass, which I've never heard that dark one before. Grass. Love it. Do you know what I mean? But I feel it. This dude had that kind of voice where he got kind of evil with it. You know what I mean? It sounded so dark in certain parts um for me this was the mix of country hoedown folk punk and doom folk with spanish flavor because you could hear kind of a spanish influence in a lot of his guitar playing yeah um yeah for me his voice was the star here i said it transitions from this kind of smooth bluesy tone to gravelly growl and the accent is just killer and adds to the entire thing so Man, I just I did. I loved it. All three songs were just and they're 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 not just like the same kind of um recipe each song. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah. each song had a different kind of vibe and feel to it. And yeah, dude, this yeah, was a I, good, yeah, good find. I was, I was I like happy. This. That was my first pick too. Like like the first thing I saw from Brazil yeah. that I liked the cover of, I picked, and that was that. And I was like, this is great. Like this yeah. is yeah, I, I'm I'm I, I wanna I wanna hear more from Big Bull. I want to see I want to see Big Bull and All Depends do an international tour. Just the whole bunch of like different countries putting these bands together where you're just like, you'd never would have think to hear this music coming from this country. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought it was cool as well. I, I it reminded me almost of like Mischief Brew meets like a, like a Western soundtrack or like a soundtrack <laughs> to like a Western like film or something like that. I thought um, it was it was it had like. It, I I thought there was it was amusing, uh, you know, like there was like a like almost like a humorous side to it, um, and and I uh, I guess maybe it is Spanish guitar. I, I was thinking more like um, I heard like almost like Eastern European kind of influence in there and some of the yeah, like the yeah. like melody lines, but maybe that is more like Spanish guitar that I I kind of am just misplacing, but. Um, you know, that's what kind of reminded me a little bit of Mr. Fruit because he, you know, did that in a lot of his music and stuff like that. Like had a big influence from that stuff. Um, I will say, if it, speaking of gentle criticisms, the only thing about this record that I felt, uh, I felt that those gravelly, growly vocals got a little fatiguing for me after maybe the second song, like or partway through the second song. Um, there's like almost a little bit, I and I, I almost felt like it, it was leaning a little bit close to like camp a little bit. You know, like he was like he was like he was leaning he was into like, it, playing that out. Like, yeah, yeah, like kind of like like it's humorous, and I love I that, it. and I think yeah. that's cool. But then there was also kind of a little bit of like, uh, like I don't I don't know. There was there was there no. Was I think that reminded me of the band. Like, I don't know if you guys remember the band like Go Go Bordello. I was about like, to ask yes, you. Yeah, but like yes, I, dude. I hated Go Go Bordello. <laughs> <laughs> like I never liked them at all. There was just something like too campy and and like like dumb about it and um yeah. and this was leaning a little close to that yeah. but i but i really dug the authenticness of like the music and yeah. and and uh his voice is definitely like very like in very cool like it's, yeah. it's like very unique and very cool so i i definitely did like it it was just you know maybe small doses of it but i, I think you hit the nail on the head but i think he's uh, for me personally i feel like he's doing that like he's embracing that yeah. and playing into it with that the songs the well, way that, he yeah does that's, that, that's you know? what you yeah. mean by campy right yeah like you mean, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 that's yeah right. like it's a little like there's almost a little bit of a shtick to it like yeah. it's like you know he's doing that on purpose and and i think that's cool i mean it's it's an art form for sure. and it's interesting that it's from brazil do you know what i mean like i'm, yeah. I'm expecting this is from like out west here somewhere yeah yeah no, very cool. Yeah. All right, Jeff. 
Oh yeah. Cause then we got to do Mike's last. Um, okay. Yeah. So my, my local was your friends in hell. Uh, they have, they are a band that has played at my venue where I work a a couple of times. Um, and their live show is a little different from what I remembered than what this record sounds like. Okay. Um, I was going to ask that. Their live show is a little fuller. Okay. Um, but I just think, they are delightfully weird. Um, they're kind of a spooky folk. Uh, also, at times, bluegrassy, but like a but a like a spooky folk kind of band. Um, and I think that his lyrics are really creative and kind of very humorous. Mm-hmm. Um, they lean into the like ghosts and ghouls and spookiness like very hard, uh, which is fun. And um, and they're also super, super nice people. Uh, I've met them a couple of times. But uh, yeah, so they made this record during the pandemic. They called it Pandemic Days. And I guess it sort of fits easily well with like their style of music. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that. the. I think the star, I think hands down the star of, of this is the lyrics and the lyrical content. He uh, is very like tongue in cheek at times and also sarcastic and also like blatant and and like literal with his lyrics. Um, and I think it's just kind of interesting. And uh, and like I said, they put on like a really cool live show. So I um, So you mentioned these guys last month mm-hmm. and you're like and you, you were like, oh, Trev, you'd love them. That's it. I'm, I'm going to bring them. So I, I made myself not listen to them until until you brought them to the to this. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two words, like my first two words that I think of when I when I heard that was sweet, like sweet sounding and ghoulish. Um, and then I wrote spooky folk sounds, which is, you know, on par. Uh, right. it, re- it reminds me of something that would be being played in like a seaside tavern with like fog rolling in. Like it very, very much reminded me of that. Like it's, it, it, yeah. it, 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 it paints a very distinct picture to me. Yeah, and, and like that's what like like I would walk. I'd say I like, oh man, we just got in and the fog's rolling in our boat. And we walk into this little tavern and there's some old guy who looks like you know the guy on the Gordon's Fisherman fucking <laughs> thing <laughs> yeah, exactly. behind the bar. Exactly. Yeah. And in the yeah, and yeah. in the corner, there's just this like little like like almost like I I don't even think it has to be a person playing. It's just like a music box playing this music. Like that's yeah. that's what I heard, you know what I mean? That's the that's what I envisioned like listening to this. I, I liked it. I, it was there definitely something uh, something interesting. I don't know if they like like you said like their their live sounds a little more whole, like a little more fuller. Uh, well, they played. Yeah, I mean, they played with. Uh, I think they're. I think they're a three piece or or a four piece that they played. Uh, the show Heather booked at the, at the midway, but they, I mean at uh, the Rockwell, but they they played um they did this like whole show like there's a there's a vo- there's also like kind of a vaudevillian aspect to it i feel like there's this little bit of like almost like theatrical kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. thing to it and when they played their live show they do that up and they lean into that so they had uh burlesque dancers they had ghosts uh they summoned oh, nice. ghosts live so they had uh <laughs> they had some some uh, demented clowns, some demonic clowns uh, wandering around. And, and this they is why some... you you mentioned this to me when we were talking about the the evil fucking rival ten, right? Yep. 
Yeah. Yep. That's yeah. exactly what that's Perfect. exactly what it was. They had like demonic clowns walking around. They had ghosts walking around. They had um bur- like darkly dressed spooky burlesque dancers performing to their music. It was fantastic. Nice. It was, it was that's great. amazing. Yeah. This is yeah, all, yeah that's awesome. It was, and it did really well. It was like very popular show, very well attended. It was like a Tuesday night and there was like a hundred people there. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. This alternative folk punk spooky, I put there's a sing song feel to like the first song has this scary sing song you kind of like vibe to it. Paper Ghosts, I absolutely love the way he does this kind of speak singing. It's it's more like he's speaking, but Telling there's a, a little bit of but yeah. there's a little bit of a, a melody to it. It's it's really cool, dude. And the xylophone coming in, I mean, I was in, dude. I loved it. I bought it. I bought this was another one I bought right away as I was listening. I'm like, oh, this is good. I yeah, gotta have it, this. It, they definitely have they have the storytelling nailed down. Yeah, and it's now, great. And, and then after hearing Jeff, after you saying like like how this show is like his thing, like this production, you know, like I would definitely want to check that out. Cause I think that'd be awesome. Um, yeah. And I love to do it look. again. So I'll let you know when yeah. they do by, it. by the sea. I think the name of the song was, that was, that was the one I really, really, really liked on that one. Nice. So very cool pick. Thanks. Um, and then my second pick, my Brazil pick, um, was I will admit a little bit of a low hanging fruit because they were one of the first bands that popped up when I searched for artists from Brazil. And I, but I immediately was like, Oh, I need to check this out. Um, it's a all female metal band, like death metal band from, from Brazil mm-hmm. called Nervosa. And uh, the record was called perpetual chaos. And I was blown away. I'm very actively over the, I've very actively been over the past few months trying to make myself listen to more metal like to get into metal as i think i've i think there's always been a part of me that hasn't taken metal as a genre like ultra seriously because they're it's so mainstream metal it's so well it no it just it so often can be so over the top like the the names of the bands the names of the songs the the like the theatrical aspect of like the way that metal bands perform like there's again sometimes there can be like this camp to it like it's mm-hmm. it's like you know like what's the most what's the most viscerally disturbing phrase we can come up with like you know like like you know uh, uh like oh for yeah for you like, know titles d- disemboweled and, and splayed <laughs> yeah. like you know like it's always these like just like let's just go over the top with like the most gory gross like like violent like names to where it like it almost like it loses any like actual real threatening like aura, yeah. you know what I mean? And and generally more often than not, like guys who play in metal bands are like the biggest sweethearts and like, <laughs> like usually, ve- usually like vegans yeah, and like yeah. very like like you know it's it's sort of this whole very interesting world to me and it's a yeah. world I've not been in, involved with very much. But um, but this band, all female band, uh just angry as fuck, just like uh, some very politically, like social, socio-politically mm-hmm. conscious lyrics in there going on. Um, and I, I love, I love that music in general like this could like just totally transcend the language barrier and the like, you know, it's, it, it, it has the exact same draw to it. Um, hearing a, a Brazilian band do it. And I, most of the lyrics, the lyrics are in English, mm-hmm. um, but it's metal. So they're hard to understand. I do wish that they had posted them on the band camp. The mi- lyrics are not there. Yeah. So I had to kind of like, just le- lean in and like, listen a little bit, but 
just a powerhouse of a band, excellently recorded, like big dense metal sound. And it just, it blew me away. I was like, this is awesome. I love this. Yeah. I mean, I put it on and I think I, I, I went back into the group chat as soon as I put it on and I was going to be like, this is the best thing I heard, but I was like, I got it. I can't, I can't just say that. So I, I think I like, I put something up there, but it was kind of like, I don't think, I don't think it was like di- directed towards any one album on this list, you know? Um, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I wrote yes in caps with like three exclamation points, like killer thrash, sick vocals. Her, she, she does this like fantastic guttural growl too yeah. like it, i was i'm into it like it, and i mean it was awesome like you, you look at like just how nah that's like patriarchy metal can be you know what i mean and you got this like this this women fr- this all woman metal band that just fucking rips and i'm yeah. all about it i'm all i would love it. to see them perform live oh, i would yeah. love yeah. to see them perform yeah. live Oh yeah, dude. Um, just like Trev, right at the beginning, I write I write the name of the album and then I hit play. The very first two words I write are fuck yes. <laughs> I fuck, wrote wow. Yes. Wow was the first thing I wrote. <laughs> heavy Sabbath feel at the very start, right? Very heavy Sabbath. And I'm like, okay, but then boom, it's off to the races. Um, aggressive, fast, thrashy speed metal, growling screams, acid soaked vocals. Um, they're in the pocket. Everything on this sounded beautiful. Yeah. The way it was just the, the way the sound is. Um, and then I wrote, look at that album cover. I mean, it, it was just such a, it's the grim, grim reaper over like on a skull of uh, or a mountain of skulls. And, but yeah. it's like it, the coloring is just, it's gorgeous. And then this, just listening to the music. And I was like, God, I feel like a kid again because I was a kid that was into metal. So I was into like, you know, I was into Metallica, Megadeth, you know, Cannibal Core, all those guys. Yeah. Um, and still am, you know, I like a lot of the metal bands that are some of the metal bands that are around now, but this, good God, this just has that like that raw early energy of metal. And they just they they're I'm in. This is awesome. This is so awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was I awesome. was stoked on it. I was stoked. Yeah. Heck yeah, dude. Have you seen? Oh, they're pretty popular. Yeah, I, they're a pretty well. I mean, I think they're act like a pretty big band at, oh. at the very least in their own country. I, I mean, I don't I've know never if they've toured in the U.S., but like, yeah. I really would want them to. Um, the other thing, Trev, too, you were saying before, like how we're uh, we're like you know lucky in New England with such a deep reach of different artists. There is a lot of metal in Boston. There's um, tons in Worcester. And I don't too. know if this is a relatively new thing. I feel like I've always associated Worcester area with like hardcore and gr- and like post hardcore and kind of like screamo type stuff. Like, yeah. but the Boston area specifically as of late, I mean, we've, we've booked like four different metal shows at the Rockwell over the past, like six months <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point. Um, coming up. There's this band, uh, a couple of them are new, but like severed boy um, portrayal of, or um, well, portrayal of guilt played, but uh, vaulted, there's like there's like a whole bunch of metal bands in Boston. Like I didn't yeah. even kind of oh, realize. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah, and, and and out here too. Like there's, I had um early. I mean, when this show first became a th- like when when the struggling artist first became something, I had uh, a, a a dude I know Adam Sloan on, and he 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 was um he's in he was in metal bands and like he some of these bands that he was in was just fucking awesome. There was one Eighteen Wheels of Justice, like um uh, end time illusion um 
was it Salter? I think Salter. He, he's he's been in some fucking. He tried out for like Fear Factory, the band Fear Factory, because they were looking mm-hmm. for a singer for a while. Like, like yeah, yeah no, there's a there's a pretty heavy metal scene out here. Yeah. Um. And and in Boston, yeah, it's um. Yeah, there's lots of bands we could bring to the table for sure. Yeah, for sure. For local, yeah, for for absolutely for local picks. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, it, it was cool though. The and and, and this band with uh, Nervosa was just it was probably. <clears throat> This might have been one of my favorite. Like, it might have been my favorite pick of 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 uh, of this this month. By the way, I'm gonna agree. I'm 100 percent gonna agree for yeah. that for me. So stoked! All right, so we gotta do. Uh, we gotta do Mike's picks. Michael's Let's get in picks. on it. Who can? So do I'll, it? I'll, I'll be Mike. I'll be Mike. Okay. Uh, Mike picked. Uh, this was from Toledo, I believe. Right, yep. Toledo. Uh, the band is called the Boy Detective. So for so it's immediately it's ska punk. You you hear it because the horns kick in and it's got that ska rhythm. So what, I put what's the name of the album? Band from uh, the, oh band, what is it? Band from the band bathtub. from the bathtub. You're yeah. not doing oh, a yeah. good job at being well. Maybe I didn't are. write the name of the albums down. <laughs> I just wrote the name of the bands. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's called so yeah ska punk strong horn section for me. Bass and drums hold down that skanking rhythm. Um, vocals have a slight hardcore edge. The guitars transition from clean reggae bursts to distortion-soaked power chords. Effortlessly, the gang vocals um, are here on a few tracks. Um, and then, to be honest, I'm a fan of Scott sometimes. Like, there are certain bands where I'm just like, okay, it's a little too much. But not this one, man. This one felt like there was enough kind of changes and tempos and different things throughout some of these songs throughout the album that um i actually like these guys these guys were pretty decent my buddy anthony is a huge huge Scott guy so i sent him the link and he was just like oh i love this right up my alley like yeah i knew you would but yeah it was it was fun it's a fun kind of that youthful ska energy for first thing i love the cover too the, those shoes i want those shoes I'm like, i like the cover too. <laughs> those shoes are yeah. pretty dope man um i want to ask this though like is it ska? I mean, I, I don't know. Does, just because it has a horn, does that make it ska? No, no. What? You have to no, have I, that. You have to have that kind of reggae bounce too. That that with I the feel, horns. I that feel kind like that, of. I feel like that didn't have. Beat. I, I feel like that didn't have a reggae vibe. Oh yeah, it's, it's through, well not reggae in terms of like straight reggae. They they play that kind of dance hall. Right, that off, rhythm. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm a yeah. It's like up. it's ska punk. It's ska punk record. Yeah. So, so punk. the reason why I asked that because like I've never been like a big like ska fan but like it could it be just because like the stigma that people like people look at ska they're like ah you know is that why and whenever i hear horns and i like it i'm like nah i can't be ska because i like it you know what i mean <laughs> i don't know i liked yeah. this um this is this in in a and again, Michael has been really good with this whole dad punk thing and this is this is dad punk um now with that said um, I'm trying to get to here. We are. With that said, do we have to take Dad Punk serious now? Is 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 because like it was very tongue in cheek before? <laughs> but look at Scotty Saints. He he screams Dad Punk, and his stuff isn't isn't tongue tongue in cheek at all. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think it's yeah. just I think I think Dad Punk really is just like the the '90s style skate punk. Now they're all dads, right? Is that is that what Dad Punk really is? I thought, well, for me, I feel like there's two kinds of dad punk. There's dad punk because they're older. They're older guys that could be dads and they're playing punk 
which the message isn't about being older and being dads, or there is that kind of tongue in cheek where we're older, but we're also going to sing like we're Blink-182, but the lyrics are all about being dads and having to change our kids' diapers and then yeah. going to the grocery store and picking up, you know, milk. And I hate you know when I mean? you say Blink-182 because I do not like them. And they're like, they're <laughs> well, the reason that- why I didn't like pop punk for a long time. So, I mean... <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? So, well, like, that's the, those, so that's my point. Like the idea with Blink-182 was their stuff was always almost kind of an, like, like not like always though. amateurish, like, like to, well, as they got older, they kept that kid mentality. You know what I mean? Like yeah. instead of growing up, whereas the dad punk feel would be like that. We're embracing that we're older and talking about it. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I got you. So I don't, I don't know. Cause like this was definitely labeled as dad punk and that's uh, weird. I wouldn't even see that. I, at I, all. See, I didn't really associate that with this band, no, so, me neither. Punk, but, that, but that's my thing. Like he's brought a couple dad punk bands that are pretty fucking good. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> yeah. like, do we have to recognize this now? Like it, it, we have to take it more serious now because this album, <laughs> Maybe. this album was really good. It was, I, I absolutely enjoyed it. And, and again, like I'm, I you know I'm a Chris. Chris and I are both really big fans of Scotty Saints, and like he keeps calling this dad punk. It's just, I mean, it's just to me, it's just skate melodic punk rock. That's do you know what? I don't know, I don't know. I uh, I liked it. Um, I don't know how popular this band is, but it sounded like they were. I mean, the sound they, sounds like they should be. You know what I mean? I think they should be too. Yeah. I I just I don't have a lot to say about it either that, that except that it was just really fun and straightforward yeah. scott punk i, I it remind they remind me a little bit of a band um from that i remember from like when i was in high school that i was trying to think all last night about what the name of that what their name was and i still can't think of what their name was so it's just a stupid comment to make but like uh <laughs> they were a like i believe rhode island area band from like the mid 2000s that was like a really good scott punk band um but Either way, um, I like this band a lot. I want to listen to them more. I would love to see them play. They're super fun. My some of my favorite, my my two favorite elements in recordings, as far as like from a sound perspective, that like make me the happiest are like drums that are recorded really, really well, and horns. I think like horns that are recorded really well just sound so good. And so you would think that loving those two elements, I would be a bigger ska fan in general. What? Which for some weird reason I'm I'm usually not, but I, it's not a genre I listen to very often. I feel like, but this record was really fun. Well, I'm the same way, right? I, so like I, I absolutely fucking love reggae, um, specifically dancehall reggae, as we, we know because I brought that mm-hmm. compilation yeah. time. But like, like ska, like ska and ska punk. I don't know. It just to me, a lot of the time I just didn't. I don't know. I just never got. There's some that I get into. Like there's yeah. there's one now I now I'm drawing a blank. There's a band there's a like a ska punk hardcore band out of Rhode Island um, that I really enjoy and I can't think of their name right now. Um, I seen them play last year and I was like these guys. I have are to awesome. go back and look at my like giant CD binder that I kept in my car when I was in high school. <laughs> I feel like there's probably some. Burns. You still have it? There's some. Oh, I do. That's there's awesome. some CDRs in there that probably have one of them is this band that i'm trying to think of that i can't think of there and i just so so, i mean i like again i don't under i guess i just don't i don't know i don't i don't quite get what makes this ska but i don't know i don't know (laughs) well i gotta say one thing about it too that i did forget to say is um 
I'm so I I am a fan and not a fan. So that I have a, a love hate thing with when you title songs the way they title songs, very kind <laughs> of literate, literative or whatever you want to call it. Like this, like there's a song called "The World Must Be Flat Because You've Fallen Off the Face of It." One's yeah. called I Did Get Scabies Once Though, so I guess that's pretty punk. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's times where if it's done right, I really dig it and it's awesome. And then there's times when they're trying too hard and I'm like, ugh. And this one for me, it's like everyone's named perfect. It's awesome. I love I, it. I did write that down too. I forgot to mention it before. I wrote down like I love the humorous song titles yes. and the lyrics to some of their songs too are very kind of just jokey and like funny. Humorous exactly. Um, all right, let's move on to his next one. He's got out of Brazil. Um, it, the band is called Armada and the name of the album is Bandera Negra. Wait, wait, isn't it the opposite? No, no. Armada is the band. Armada is the band. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And Bandera Negra is the name of the album. Yeah. Um, now this is street punk from Brazil. I'm just like, okay, here we go. Yeah. Uh, another high energy kind of album, warp tour style band, very strong vocals. There's a, a so there's a song in there too that I wrote. Um, I think it's called e- Eterno Marujo. Gives me Dropkick Murphys vibes, like a very kind of it had a very Dropkick feel to it. So I could, and then there's others like more songs had other you know kind of uh, influences, and that's that's basically what it was. You could tell this band has a lot of influences from. I mean, I'm assuming American punk because I could hear different bands that I knew throughout yeah. this entire album, you know? So when I, I listened to this before I listened to Chris's picks. So this, the, this band gets brought up. I brought mm-hmm. it up earlier. This is the Brazilian ducky boys. Like I, there's no other way around it. Like I was like, it, it could literally be them. Like it was fucking incredible. Like I was like, like just, just the, the way the melodies would go. Um, the the cadence in, in the singing like can you guys I, hear that sorry no there's a lawnmower behind me nope. no not at all nope, can't okay, hear good. nothing cool um you know i i this like i'm gonna send this to mark be like listen to this <laughs> see what he says because <laughs> like, like, gotta sign him because <laughs> i'm like dude like to me like the first from the very first song i heard which which i think what was the uh, the album, yeah, the the album track, which was on the compilation that I that I that I found first. I'm like, this kind of sounds like the Ducky Boys. And then when when Mike sent the link to the whole album yesterday, I put I put it on. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is the Ducky Boys. <laughs> like, like I'm not saying they're copying them, but like it's 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 definitely just just the way the timing and the speed of it and and just the melody of it and the, and the cadence and, the, and like, I just don't know what he's saying. Cause like, again, I don't understand Portuguese. So yeah, it's tough, but there's a lot of Northeast influence there. I, I agree. And and that's exactly the point I was bringing up earlier, which was what I think is so cool Yeah, is uh, with this one. They're not trying to do the lyrics in English. They're fully in Portuguese, but it's so cool to be able to listen to it and be like, I could be at a show watching this right now and right. in in Brazil and be like, oh, I'm I'm home. I'm with my people. You know, even though yeah. I have no fucking clue what they're saying. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, like I think I I think that's really cool. And and I could I can I could imagine maybe or or try to make a guess at like what probably some of the themes of their their music is. Yeah, like yeah. I heard a lot of um, and I'll admit I really need to listen to the Ducky Boys more because I that was a band I never never got into very much and they're like a legendary Boston area band that I really need to like know. But, um, but I heard, I heard similarities to, like you said, Chris, the drop kicks uh, to street Mm -hmm. dogs, which is another Boston kind of 
Celtic influenced street punk band. Yeah, definitely. Um, I heard, I heard lots of those bands in there and, uh, and I, and I thought it was actually really cool to hear that the same vibe just with like totally lyrics in a totally different language is like, Oh, cool. It's like, they're doing the same thing, but like in their own way, in their own country. And the cool thing for for me with this one. So it didn't sound like any particular ducky boys album. Cause like much like music, like much like most, most uh, bands, like as, as the time goes on, right, the band, they kind of polish things up and they make they, they their content changes just a little bit here and there. So I heard different eras of like the Ducky Boys in this, which was awesome. Like I heard, you know what I mean? And like it was just cool. It's just a cool fucking album. It, 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 I, I Again, like just like what you just said, Jeff, like if I was just happened to be in Brazil and I was like, all right, let's just venture off off the, the you know, off the um the resort or whatever. And we I end up in some some dark alley and there's a door with music playing and I walked in and this is playing. I, I feel like I'd be like, yeah, I'm home. Like, this is it. Like, yeah. I, you know, this is, this yeah. is, this is more comfortable to me than hanging out with people on a freaking resort, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, cool. It's, cool. uh, I, 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 I think that's the best thing ever. I think it's the best thing ever that there is, there is like punk rock all over the world. Like, and, heck and yeah, dude, you find it's it like it, what you just said. It, it, you would feel, you just feel like I'm at home. These are my yeah, people. You could be there. I'm comfortable like, here. I'm into this. Yeah. yeah. And, and like it, that's, that's always been so, that's so awesome to me. All right. We did it. Awesome. We got hey, it. Again. There it is. I think Brazil's is, in the books. That's it. Brazil is in the yeah. books. Uh, this, this video will be available on punk as folk YouTube channel hosted by Michael Gratton. Um, or at least I think he's going to put it up, even though he's not here. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that <laughs> we'll part see. out. Um, what about where can they find it with you guys? Uh, DirtyDecibelsCast.com or uh, anchor.fm slash DirtyDecibels. And we're at DirtyDBCast on Instagram. Nice, nice. At some point, at one time at Bandcamp's going to come back when Trev stops working me. See? I put knew me to the grinder. <laughs> I no longer have a producer of the show. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's but not yeah, I thought you could start a new podcast every week. It'll be coming out at some point, but um, that's it. But yeah, check out the uh, the Struggling Artists podcast as well. What about all your other podcasts? I mean, I'm not going to put them on there, but if they want to listen to me talk about movies, I do Silence Your Phones and Out of the Shadows podcast. Um, if they want to hear me talk about TV, I do Tube Time. If they want to hear me just bullshit and rant and rave, I do the creeper clubhouse uh and then if they want to hear me and trev just chop it up and just bullshit and talk they can join the patreon and i've got some some video projects coming very very soon so there's a whole lot coming our way i want to say um tube time might be my favorite podcast <laughs> court why because of courtney though right no she's you guys, entertaining dude. you guys you guys convinced me to watch shows and i might even hate them like like <laughs> <laughs> just how you guys do it you guys you guys i don't know i'm, I'm a i'm a i'm a uh i'm a fan i'm a fan cool. of two time thank so, you thank you uh you can find me at the struggling artist podcast uh anywhere you listen to podcasts or you can head to buds buzzsprout.com backslash podcast tsa that will be the directory where you can find every episode that i've ever put up there's way too many um social media podcast tsa if you want to join the patreon patreon.com backslash podcast tsa or just search the struggling artist podcast because i think we're like the number one thing that pops up now on google thanks google and i guess that's it till next month that's it till next month hey by by the time next month comes it will be close to fall 
Don't talk about that. Closer and closer. <laughs> All right. We, uh, we're out of here, guys. Goodbye. All right. See ya. See ya. Yeah.